Hey friends, it's Julia. And guess what? We're back with another fun episode of Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous. On this week's episode, my friend Tracy is here and we are talking TV moms and her business. She is an anti-hustle mom. But first, this quick message. You shouldn't have to choose between work and family. And let's face it, as moms, we are often put in that position, whether we work for ourselves or we work for someone else. Tracy Stinger can help you learn how to create flexible business that allows you to pursue your dreams, even with little ones trying to take up all of your time. I remember when my son was little, getting anything done was kind of an interesting hurdle in life, but I overcame it with a little bit of stress, a lot of stress, a little bit of heartache, a lot of heartache, and we've come through to the other side. But I'm here to tell you, Tracy has figured out a way to make that easier. So head on over to tracystanger.com to learn more about how to build your dream business, make the impact you're meant to make on this world, and be the kind of mom you want to be by doing less but better. And now, here we go to the show. Tracy Stinger, right? I said it right. That's right. You did. I said it right. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Is this your podcasting debut? It's not my first, but you're, it's, it's been just a few and I'm really excited because this is a way that I want to get out into the world and, yeah. and into your earbuds and, yes. <laughs> and get to talk to more people. Oh, I'm really excited you're here. So I understand that you are very anti-business hustle, which thank you because yeah. I can't work 24 seven guys. I ain't got, no. I barely could handle 40 hours a week and you no. coach moms in how to change the world by doing less with doing less, but better. So let's talk about it. Tell me less more. Better, less with better. Yeah. So my idea is it, you can spend less time getting better results, which then gives you more time, energy, money for all the things that actually will change the world. When your business is checking and you have time to attack social issues or even just the way that you're doing business, paying thriving wages, doing ethical marketing, stuff like that is changing the world. We can rise up and like be good businesses <laughs> that mm-hmm. are actually making things better. Um, and I say you can work less hours and get better results because when you're just focusing on your most impactful tasks, the things that you're best at, the things that are easiest for you, um, the things that actually work with the season that you're in, like moms clearly don't have a lot of time, right? That's, (laughs) we have maybe 10, maybe 10 hours, 20 hours a week. You don't have time for a 40 hour job, but when you just that limit actually helps because you are forced to pick just the tasks that are going to make the biggest impact and um, to really focus. And you can then make it easier to get those tasks done by simplifying the process, automating some of it and, or delegating. But like, why are you going to delegate something that doesn't need doing anyway? It's all about that purge first. 
Yeah, definitely. So I'm I'm willing to bet our, my listeners are going, Julia, what does this have to do with pop culture and, and any of the things that you've talked about? And, and here's, here's how it works, guys. TV moms and movie moms are kind of like our first introduction to motherhood other than our own moms, right? We have our own moms, but not everyone grows up with their mom or they have a stepmom or what have you. So, so TV moms are really like the most universal visual aid we have in motherhood. I'm dying to know who is your favorite TV mom and why? So when you asked me this, I had to really think about it because first of all, like the shows that I watch the most, there aren't TV moms. So I, when I started thinking about it, like we watch friends, Frasier and cheers on repeat. Those are like our going to bed background noise shows. I love Frasier so much. It is still so good. It's like, so funny. It's it so holds good. up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but when I thought about that, like, okay, well, what do I watch all the time? It's probably a mom from that. Like there's not, there actually are moms in all those shows, but that is not what we're watching. They're not right. part of the fun. Their, their motherhood is actually like backburnered. You never see the kids. The, the mom life story is not why we're watching it. So I thought that was interesting. And you guys kind of touched on that in your, in your last, in your TV moms. Episode. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's hard because they're not, they're not in there, but when, then when I thought about it more, so I loved Nancy from weeds. I don't yeah. know if you've seen yeah. that, but like she, so what I'm looking for in a mom is yes. like, like fun, still fun and cool and like hot. Yes. And, but also smart and getting shit done. And, you know, having, she always had a clean house. Like, granted, we saw that she had a housekeeper, but right. Just having like all the things going on. And then, really, the best mom that we all want to be, that I want to be, and I think you want to be, is yeah. Claire Huxtable. Because again, she's like still gorgeous. She has fun with her husband. She has fun with her kids. She has a great career. She, the house is always spotless. Mm-hmm. Like it, she's got the whole picture. And, and when you think back to, to like the old time, not like my favorite shows now, but the old mom shows are all that too. Like the house is perfect. Yeah. And the kids are happy and healthy and having fun and all that. Like that's what you're looking for in a TV mom. Yeah. Like I remember when Rachel and Ross, you know, that was a whole thing when they had Emma, like that was a yeah, whole thing. It was thing. part of the story. And then she'd be like, and then suddenly, <laughs> yeah. Like what happened to Emma? Where's Emma all the time? Like, how are you guys oh, doing this? <laughs> yeah. How are you guys hanging out? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And now Emma Green would be, oh, she's like 20. Yeah. 20 (laughs) years old. That hurts. I don't don't want to think about it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I brought it up. I'm going to go cry now. Just kidding. Um, but you're not wrong though, either because with Frasier, when Daphne gets pregnant, you know, her pregnancy is a storyline, but then she has the child and it's not as, um, prominent like you say yeah and Roz too like she had oh yeah Roz not Daphne I met yeah. Roz. no but Daphne oh yeah but Daphne has a baby too and it's like oh yeah there's that bundle <laughs> oh yeah there's that right. prop yeah yeah it's like how do you balance this man Claire had it all though she was so mm-hmm. cool and I think I talked about it on the TV moms episode too like I wanted to be Claire so hard yeah. and then you know going to law school is kind of a lot. So no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't want that job. I just want that. Like you want that 
success. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, a lawyer is the most successful thing you can do. Like (laughs) I want to be, we're all ambitious and you know, my clients are super ambitious and that's where it comes into like, how do I actually get it all done? Like they have so much they want to do, but the answer still is always trimming it down to just the most impactful. Well, that's hard too, because I feel like as women and I'm generalizing, you know, we think everything's important. We have to handle every single minute detail, but then, but then you don't necessarily know how, like what can be on the back burner, what can come off your list. Like that's a really hard decision to make, unless somebody from the outside says, do do you really need to do that? Like, this doesn't Mm -hmm. seem important to me. And then if you can't justify, oh yeah, it's important because, you know, then it's, but it's hard to do that if you don't have that outside element to say like, is this important? And where is that it's important because coming from, is it important because you saw Claire Huxtable do it? Mm. Is it important because you think society requires you to, or is it important because you actually want it? Mm. And like, we can talk about the dishes here because that's <laughs> the bane of my existence. I know you, you and I have talked about it at least yes. a couple of times already too. And you know, everybody has this problem, but so I will go in spurts where like I can get the dishes done every day. I, I can have clear counters. And then there are days where it doesn't happen for a couple of days and mm-hmm. the full counter is cl- is full of shit. And sometimes there's garbage and yes. it's gross, but, but also I'm learning to just be cool with that because it's not, it's not about like my kids, not unhealthy because the dishes are not done every Tuesday, but (laughs) and it's not like if my mom came over, she wouldn't like judge me. She wouldn't be mad at me. Even if a friend came over, like they've got dirty dishes too. So it's not society. It's strictly, do I need a clean counter today? And sometimes I do. And that's when I get them done. Like I want to live in a clean house, obviously. It's nice waking up in the morning without stuff there, but sometimes I don't care that much. And so I cannot do it. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Dishes are the bane of my existence. Or even do you need to own dishes? Maybe right now is the season of paper plates. (laughs) That's not a bad. (laughs) That's not a bad point because we have been doing a lot of like takeout. And so when we do run out of silverware, I'm always like, we don't cook here. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the silverware? Um, And it's hard because I don't have a dishwasher. I am the dishwasher. So it's like, yeah. We played it up. (laughs) We did pare down our dishes a couple years ago because I was like, I don't want, why do I need a set of 12 dishes? Like, yeah. Why? Cause I'm going to have a dinner party. I'm not going to have a dinner party. Like that's not a thing that I'm going to have. First of all, you can't get 12 people in my apartment. <laughs> like good luck there. That idea comes from my, you know, watching television and these moms host these elaborate dinner parties and they have the 12 piece settings and they have all the things and the tablecloth. That's not me. I can't do that. It's a set <laughs> with set dressers and people that wash the dishes if there was even real food on them, <laughs> like right. we are not the same people. <laughs> right. But I still want my life to be the 30 minute, 30 minute bet and depth. Perfect. You know, I know. Uh, delusional I know. a little bit, but it's okay. But it's what we see. I mean, we're not wrong for absorbing that. If that's what you, you know, we, like you said, we see our own families, but then you see 
all these other families, the majority of the families that you're seeing are the ones on TV and movies. So that's what you think is normal. It's not the one yeah. thing that's going on in your house. Yeah. Cause it's like, does this represent life or does, or are we trying to represent art? The age old question. I don't, I have never taken an art class or any kind of creative class where that question hasn't been posed, which leads us into our next discussion topic, which is, you know, expectations of motherhood and breaking down those myths of successful TV and movie moms compared to like what's actually real. And to your point, it's a set. They have people mm -hmm. doing that stuff, mm -hmm. but it's so easy to forget that. Mm -hmm. And, or it's a character who can afford the kind of help that maybe we can't. So to this idea, I just, I like, I like, don't like, I'm not sure, but I think we're seeing from the TV and movies that moms are caregivers. Mm. And I take that on myself too. And I, I do want to create a nice home. Like ideally, yes, my counter would be clean every single day. Sometimes I don't have the energy to do that. So I choose not to care, but yeah, yeah if, if it was a perfect world, I would live in one of those TV sets where everything just magically happened. The fridge was always full and da da da. Um, and I, I don't know how much of that comes from watching the TV and seeing that moms are caregivers, or if that's just like a hobby that I happen to like, like I own books on homemaking. I'm yeah. interested in the topic. And I really don't know if it's because I was societalized to right. think <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's or, a word, but we'll make it a word. Or if that's really just an interest I have, but. I think it definitely could be coming from that mom myth on TV. Yeah, that's really interesting too. So I, you know, I didn't put this in our notes prehand, but I grew up on I, I Love Lucy reruns. Mm -hmm. They were every like, oh my God, yes, I want it. And, you know, the majority of the time, Lucy and Ethel are in the kitchen and they're cooking and they're doing all these things and they're just... <laughs> wake up beautiful and I know again I know it's yeah TV, but they wake up <laughs> yeah we makeup on and they have hair. their gorgeous dresses and only mm -hmm. rarely do we see Lucy sort of dressed down yeah. in comparison to Claire who when she is at home you know that she's had a home day because she's wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> and jeans mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and still looks stunning so Felicia Rashad god you're a I don't know some she's kind magical. of specimen that is just magical <laughs> But it is, you know, it is, it is how much of that, because we see so much of that as children, like, but you know what? I don't really care about homemaking personally. That's not an okay. interest for me. So, and, and you clearly have watched just as much TV <laughs> as I have. So, and it didn't get you. So that's cool. Like maybe it really is just like a thing that I am interested in. And, you know, I wasn't beating myself up about it anyway. Like I'm going to, I'm pretty good at saying, I don't care what you think. I don't, yes. believe, I don't believe there is any such thing as have to, like, I'm going to do what Tracy wants to do. Which is great. Did, was it hard? Like, have you always been that way or did, was it hard to like, was that something that you discovered because of motherhood? Like, how did that, cause no, we, I we, think again, I've always been like this. Yeah. I'm an only child and I had lots of time to just do what I wanted. Like my parents were, my mom was working, so she was gone. You know, I was latchkey kid. I could do whatever I wanted all afternoon. Um, my dad is a chef, so he was working on weekends. Eventually I was too with him, but um, no, I always got to do whatever I wanted. And I've always been the like work smarter, not harder mm -hmm. done first, because I just throw out the, we don't need to do that. I'm not going to do it. So I'm like, 
all through college, all through previous businesses. That's actually what I did at my nine to five was like, why are, why are we doing all these things? What is what actually needs to get done to get the results you're looking for? How can I make that happen faster? That's yeah. been my thought process. Yeah. I hate unnecessary steps. Don't give me unnecessary steps. I'm not going to do the job then. Exactly. So let's talk about mom guilt. Cause that's a thing that we all, some of us, a lot of us more than others suffer from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your the business model that you have and what you do with coaching moms really like removes us from that guilt. So let's talk about it. I mean, that's my goal. I don't believe in mom guilt. Like I understand that it's a thing. I hear people saying it all the time. I understand where it comes from, but I think that it's garbage to do that to ourselves, to allow it. So I just, I don't allow it. And I try and coach people out of it. And I think a lot of where it comes from actually is just our caregiving again. And is Mm -hmm. that coming from watching TV or is that just like our innate thing? Um, I do a lot of studies on personality typing and in Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, the obligers is the most of the population. It's like 70% or more of people are obligers and it's really easy for them to do things for others, but not as easy for them to do things for themselves. And I think having that tendency is going to make it much easier to allow mom guilt to creep in and to think like, I shouldn't be working on my business right now. I shouldn't be ditching the dishes to watch TV, any of those things and, and feeling like you need to be doing something for someone else. Mm-hmm. So the, the antidote, antidote to that kind of, or what I would tell obligers is to focus on what you're doing for yourself, how it actually is helping others, how you're taking your rest is making you a better mom, how you building your business is showing your kids to do something that they want to do with their lives and Mm -hmm. that you're making an impact Um, or even to focus on how your work is helping your clients or focus on how, what you think you should be guilty for is actually helping someone else. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because every time I start a new little creative project, it, you know, starting a new creative project always takes a ton of time. And so I always, when my son was little, there was a little bit like, oh, you know, okay, I'll wait until he goes to bed to start stuff, blah, blah. And now that he's older, you know, I've tied him into some of those things. Like I did a web show years ago. It wasn't that great, but I tried. And, you know, (laughs) I kind of brought him into the post-production process. And then even with this, with doing the podcast, I've kind of tied him into stuff. My watercolors, I, you know, I ask his opinion. I kind of, whenever we're sitting in painting, you know, or I'm sitting in painting, we're watching to you to Lord have mercy on my tongue. (laughs) watching TV together and I'll ask, you know, I'm not sure about this color. Cause sometimes you kind of get too close to your stuff. Yeah. And what I noticed is now that he's sort of coming to the close of his high school career, he's creating his own fun projects and he's yeah. looping me into it. Like, Hey mom, I want to do because this. Do you have an idea? As that example for so long. That's yeah. wonderful. That's exactly what you want to give him. Yeah. Uh, my friend Bethany was just talking about this the other day. She writes a book called permission granted. Ooh. She gives you permission to like cultivate courage and do what you want to do. Um, she was like, we wouldn't look at our kids and say, gee, I really hope you stifle that passion project that you have. Gee, I really hope you just like conform and, and, you know, 
do the dishes, go to work and go to bed. No, like we want them to be full, happy people. So we should do that too. We should want that for ourselves. And where is that mom guilt that has no place there? You should be proud of what you're doing, really. Yeah. We've recently started talking about how moms look on TV too, because women when he was little, they, oh, you should try for a girl too, because boys don't always really like take care of their moms and you need somebody there to take care of you and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, cool. Thanks. Like, uh, uh, um, what? And so isn't that crazy? Like, isn't well, that- yes, but also we got the exact opposite things when really? I have a girl and this lady probably was just a baby. I was dressing her in like boy clothes. Cause that's what I liked. And this lady came, I was like, oh, is that a, oh, that's a cute little boy. I said, no, it's a girl. She said, are you sure? Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> but then the next thing she said was, well, you're still young, like better luck next time. Hope you get the good one. <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh. People just are stupid and have stupid opinions that need to keep themselves. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, yep. <laughs> thank you for your unsolicited opinion today weird old lady <laughs> my brother actually recommended that I watch the Mighty Ducks reboot because we had the Mighty Ducks in our house we had sure. them on laser disc wow the big <laughs> the, the size of a record <laughs> yeah why we thought laser disc was cool I have no idea it really wasn't that practical because it was new because it was new and shiny literally <laughs> yeah. shiny shiny um and so my brother was like, oh, you should, have you watched the reboot yet? And I said, I don't know. Cause you know, I'm having a hard time with some of the reboots, like whatever. And Mighty Ducks is so important to my childhood, to our childhood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's good. It's really good. There's like a single mom in it or a mom it's in it. Lorelei. And like, they do all this stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the ultimate single mom yeah. and, um, and, um, he's like, it's a great message because it, you know, is a positive spin and blah, blah, blah. Cause my family is very sensitive now to the negative spin of single motherhood because, because that's what I am. And I, okay, I will add it. And plus you brought back Emilio and I'm, yeah. I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here for that. Can we digress for a second and just Absolutely. talk about Lorelai? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I feel like she would be your ideal client. <laughs> I think she might be a little too much on the, no, I got to do it all spectrum mm. though, because so when I, when people come to me and just want me to help them cram 80 hours of stuff into 24 hours a day, they're not going to be happy. Like, I can't, I can't help you with that. You have to literally get rid of some stuff off of your to-do list to make the bigger impact. Like, and I don't know. So I was trying to think of that, like who would really, um, you have to be, uh, (laughs) where am I going? You have to be down with the doing less, you you know, be smart, be ambitious, be wanting to change the world. But um, maybe you're just helping you're overthinking. Like I was talking about Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, the other really popular one of which I also am is questioner people that like just ask all these questions and maybe get analysis paralysis and can't make a decision what to cut. And then the other people who are people pleasing obligers stuck in that mom guilt. And, you know, so their to-do list is clogged up and they don't want it that way. That's who, that's who I'm looking for. (laughs) Now I'm kind of curious on which one I fall into for that. um, Those four 
um, areas. Cause I'm always like, I'm a very moody person. <laughs> so let's do a quick, uh, quick test. Uh, really? Is it, yeah. Is it easier if someone says like, here's the rule, do it. Or if you're like, I'm going to go out and do this. Is it like, okay, yeah, I decided. And that's going to happen. Oh or, man. <clears throat> that, or okay. is it, you know, someone else needs me to do it. I'll be there. But if I want to do something like I decided I'm going to um, start eating healthy, but if nobody holds me to it, or if it's not like, if it's just for me, someone else is like, Hey, don't you want some pizza? You'll be like, yeah, give me that pizza. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, give me that pizza. Give me that pizza. Or it doesn't matter if you decided you wanted to do it. They decided that you should do it. If someone is like, this is what you're doing, or you've put a new rule in place, it's still going to be super hard because like, you can't make me. I'm not, I'm not the best rule follower. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're definitely crossing off that first one. Yeah. And then the other one is, can you do it? Like if someone else tells you, this is what you're going to do. Do you have to like ask a bunch of questions, think about it, decide for yourself that that's something you should do. But if you had decided, no, yeah, this is the right way. I got this. Like you're going to go for it. I think I'm, I I'm on the cusp of ask a lot of questions and go for it mm -hmm. because there are some tasks that I'm just like, I'm confused. I have questions. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then once I ask those questions, then I'll be like, no, or yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. But you like have to decide that it's a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. I have to decide yeah. it's a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. So that's questioner. That's what I am too. And that you can be kind of, you can be kind of in between that and upholder, which is the, just tell me and I got it. Or yeah. you could be in between that and the, doesn't matter if I want to either, it ain't happening. <laughs> but for the most part, if you're like, once I've just like, if it's got my golden seal, it's cool. Yeah. That's a questioner. And that's, and that is one of my ideal clients because you, um, you could be holding yourself up just by over questioning and if we can just point out that that's your tendency first of all and so you start recognizing it when you're yeah. like planning something new and you go oh I'm questioning <laughs> you can you can speed things up a lot you can make your actual work product come out a lot faster oh my gosh <laughs> Tracy let's just talk about how I think you made it a little bit easier for my life <laughs> I'm glad that's literally my job yeah. <laughs> is what I'm here for. Yeah. Let's talk about work-life flow and the whole balance of moms. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but like there's things that we get wrong, but we don't think that they're wrong again, because we see a lot of representation on pop culture and we see these women, even after 30 minutes, they might've had these little bits of failure in 30 minutes, but it's buttoned up nicely oh, at the end. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about it. Let's that work-life balance. So, yeah. Sometimes I use work-life balance on my hashtags on Instagram, but I mm -hmm. also kind of don't like that phrase. I don't think that it's, I can't, I want us to just call it life. Like we work, we have, obviously we need to pay the bills, but mm -hmm. also we have things that are innately in us that we are meant to be sharing with the world. And, and that's what I want like your business to be. Um, but that's not like, that's just part of your life. Like, how can we intertwine it into your days? How can we make rest part, part of your work? How can we make work part of your life and, and get rid of that mom guilt for having the both 
Yeah. Um, but like, is that making sense? I, but it shouldn't be separate, but also at the same time, like I do say have boundaries and, Mm -hmm. and try and keep them. Like if it's family time, be all in with your family and let your brain turn off work so that it can recharge and be ready and raring to go next time you sit down to work and that, that rest. So it's, so this is how it gets kind of combined into one, right? Because that rest that you're doing and focusing on your life stuff is to the benefit of your work. It's, it's part of your work. Mm-hmm. And just like that, like we were talking about showing your kid that you're doing all this amazing stuff, that work stuff is part of your life. Yeah. So in my like normal job, one. in my normal job, it's a 24 hour industry. So one of the things I had to start doing was turn my work phone upside down when I get home mm-hmm. because it's flashing because it's social media Beckoning management. To you. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, what's happening? So now I'm trying to help kind of my team understand if I'm, if it's off hours and I'm not responding, it's not because I'm intentionally ignoring you. It's that this is now home time. Mm-hmm. And yesterday my son you was kind of are intentionally ignoring and good for you. Yeah. You should. <laughs> and, you know, kind of reinforcing like, Hey, it's not an emergency. Mm-hmm. This, this information you just sent me doesn't have to go out right now. And, and helping people understand that is really, really hard. It is because I don't, I don't know why actually, like, why do we all think that everything's an emergency? It's like, really, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it? I'm sorry. Online business world. Like nothing is an emergency. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a, <laughs> is, is there a dead body involved? Are we looking, <laughs> is there a fire blocking exactly. the freeway? Like these are actual emergent. Like, are we, fle- is there somebody fleeing a crime scene that's heinous <laughs> and scary that we need to worry about? Those are actual emergencies. Yeah. So now I'll text back and say, Thank you for the information. I will package it and get it ready for social on Monday. But tr- Tracy, that was really freaking hard to get to that point because there was this whole lot of like, I, I got to get, I got to show that I'm a team player. I got to show that I'm a hard worker and I'm dedicated. No, 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 no. I'm dedicated. Yeah. You but were it, questioning how the response was going to be and maybe, yeah. And afraid. Yeah. So you had to think of Am I going to say this the right time, the right way to the right person? Da, 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 da. Yeah, that yep. totally makes sense. And if I don't respond, and so now I have to add, I will package it and do it on this day because if I don't add that, then I get, they'll, they'll do it anyway. And then I'm just Yeah, like- you don't want them like going off and thinking they're, it's not handled, but that's totally exactly right. So you thought through like, how can I set this boundary and still get them? we're looking for results. How, mm-hmm. What are the results that they want? They want that message put out there. So how can I get them that results in the time that I actually want to spend on it? And that's how it is. Yeah. Between you and me, I'd rather just um, do video shoots and take pictures all day than some of the other stuff I have to do yeah. for my regular so job. Between you and me, one day we're going to figure out how you get to do that. Well, yeah. That's like your zone of genius stuff. That's going to be the easiest, best results from you build something really awesome. Let's talk celebrity moms. They make it look so easy and it's not fair. And I know and I understand they have resources and teams. I get that. But like, then they start these businesses and you're just like, ah, this is so fresh, not frustrating. Yes. Good for you. Hurrah. I'm so proud of you that you've like carved out in this industry. That's clearly male dominated, but also it just like, why do you make it look so easy? 
Mm-hmm. Why? Because they lit- it's literally the teams though. I mean, they are just the face. They are licensing shit. People are coming to them and be like, I have this entire business already mapped out. Can you just sign your name? Like that's <laughs> there. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know 100% that that's what's happening all the time. Maybe these people are also doing it, bootstrapping themselves as well. But like when, when I thought about this, like who's a celebrity mom mogul, the first one that came to my mind is Kris Jenner. Oh yeah. Like I just started, I watched the Kardashians for the first time last summer during quarantine, but I am obsessed. And they're <laughs> like coming I to an, them all. I they're coming to an end. So how does that feel <laughs> that you just I found them? Watching. I know. So I'm very upset, but Chris Jenner, I mean, that is the definition of mogul. I can't even, you don't even know everything that she has got her hands in and everything that she's doing. And she's clearly very smart and business savvy. Like she built this whole thing. Um, So like, like I said, I'm fascinated by her, but at the same time, granted it's a show who knows how much of this is real even on the show you see how spread thin she is she's not able to do it all she's constantly like on her phone ignoring her children they're always asking her to put her phone down Mm -hmm. there's always something that she's like I'm not able to go there because I got to go here she she needs me yes (laughs) (laughs) but I'm afraid she might be of the do it all I've got to do 58,000 things today in this one hour (laughs) yeah I might not be able to help even that like she has so much help she's got you know she's got business managers oh totally housekeepers she hasn't even washed her hair I'm sure yeah forever though it would be nice if somebody else washed my hair for me (laughs) I'm on my list of things to get done like I'm I'm gonna just check I want to do only what I want to do and get someone else to do everything else for me eventually one day you're not wrong no, she's constantly, she's like literally the epitome of hustling because she's just yeah. working so hard. They call her the momager mm-hmm. and all the tabloids and stuff. Yeah. Chris Jenner, momager. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's stressful. I wonder if that affects her relationship with her kids. Cause they're, cause she's their manager. So that I means think that it totally is like, I think at this point, they're just all coworkers. And because yeah. she, you will even see on some, let me tell you, on yes, tell me all the things, yeah. <laughs> but like you even see, like, I don't remember which one, but a kid was sick and she was like, no, you have got to go to this work obligation that I got for you. Like, I don't care. You get there. Like that totally crosses the line from like, oh, if, if you're a mom, you're going to be like, oh, poor baby. Can I have yeah. <laughs> And now she was like, get to work. <laughs> Quit bitching. <laughs> wow. When my, when, even when I'm sick, I'm like a grown ass woman. Even when I'm sick, my mom's like, can we bring you anything? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, can you make me soup? <laughs> I mean, she's showing love in another way by creating them, turning them into billionaires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Setting oh, them up that's... for that, I guess. That must be nice. I know when it was, I think it was Forbes announced that Kim Kardashian's the newest billionaire. And I was just like, cool. Yeah. You want to pay my rent, Kim? Uh-huh. Invest in, you want to advertise on my podcast? <laughs> yeah, maybe she does. Maybe yeah. she does. Sure what are those things? She did those um, skims, the body stuff. Mm-hmm. I hear good things. I, don't, I haven't tried it, but there was a lot of controversy about what she was originally going to call. I think that was a ploy. I think that really? was a full on PR stunt. Yes. Oh. 
they're very smart. They know what they're doing. (laughs) That's actually a really good assessment because it did get tons and tons of attention Mm -hmm. for the line. Mm -hmm. Oh, these. I think it was planned the whole time. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) So there's this myth that you have to hustle and dedicate every waking hour to to business in order to be successful. I mean, literally in every conference I've been Kardashian to. Money. <laughs> yeah. Every conference, every time I hop into Clubhouse and they talk about how to do improve your podcast, anything, right? And so I feel like this is flawed logic and a very specific type of lifestyle, which I don't have the stamina for the lifestyle I have now. I was, um, I'm curious to think what kind of lifestyle can handle that. Like <laughs> I don't you know, know, all these people are like, here's how all the people at 3 a.m how successful they are who wake up at 3 a.m and work their day and I'm like but do you go to bed at 5 p.m because that sounds like yeah. really shitty to me no, they're like um, literally not sleeping and burning their body into a crisp yeah <laughs> and so I'm curious about what you think about the whole hustle culture that's so prominent now I mean like it's we are bombarded with it every single day yeah um obviously I am anti that <laughs> my IG bio even says anti-hustle business coach. <laughs> um, I just think it's ridiculous. Like you literally cannot, you do not have the number of minutes and hours in your day to do all the things that all the people are telling you, you need to do to be successful. Um, the, even clubhouse you brought up as an example, I have not been on it. I don't know, plan to go there. I would, when it came out and I was like, oh, you can just sit and listen to other people talk for 19 hours a day. <laughs> like, wh- aren't you, when are you going to do life in yeah. your business? And like this, who have, you don't have, I don't have time for that. So yeah. that never happened to me. What I think is that, you know, they're all trying to sell you something really. I mean, they want you to learn SEO. You have to be an expert in SEO. You could spend your whole life doing that. These people that are selling that have done that. Like that's all they focus on. You could spend your whole day learning to create gifts or to be on Pinterest or whatever, all these things that they're saying you have to do, but really all you need to be successful in business is something to sell, some way to sell it, and some way to count your money and keep it coming, right? You got to have a mechanism for someone right. to pay you and know what's going on. But that's it. And when you simplify to just the most you tasks, the best way for you to work, um, you will make hand over fist more progress. Like if you think about yeah. somebody that is spending all day, well, I'll use myself as an example, actually. Um, a previous business that I had, I was um, freshly-ish out of college and I had transitioned from doing, um, selling clothes, vintage clothes online to being just a personal stylist, but I was also trying to be an editorial stylist. So that was already too much. That was two jobs I was trying to do at the same time. Um, But I I was spending all day creating content, creating those editorials, creating, I was on Twitter, I was on Facebook, I was on um, Instagram. I was making blogs. I was like all this stuff. And it's almost like you're throwing, you're throwing your energy so many places that it can't make headway on any of them. Right. If you focus on just one little thing, you can get really good at that. But I was going 
all the time, hoping one of these things was going to get someone's attention and turn me into a millionaire. Like I didn't understand marketing or, you know, the best way for me to market. And I burnt myself out. I was, I went through that for a couple years um, and just always feeling like I needed to be working and never, ever able to relax. Like if I read a book in the afternoon, I would be berating myself for it while reading. Like you're taking this, this two hours, you could have been doing a blog post that was going to make you, that was going to be the ticket. Like, yeah. and you can't go, you can't, it's not sustainable to build your business that way. Like you right. have to have rest. You have to, um, you know, focus, simplify to just those something to sell, some way to sell it, some way to count your money. And, and that's how you're really going to make progress. Like that girl burnt out. I could have, you know, if I had gone slower and, mm -hmm. or picked something, just one thing and focused on that, maybe that business would have still been here. Yeah. Right. I could have yeah. gotten so much further instead it fizzled out. And, and that's what I'm afraid of for the moms I see doing business that are like, if I just do all the things that'll work, like, no, yeah. girl, you're going to stop. You're going to have to quit because you can't sustainably do all the things. Right. Cause you will burn out. I mean, and burnout's a really big thing. And now there's the self-care culture, which yes, let's mm -hmm. promote self-care, but the monetization that's happening in the self-care culture, it may, leaves it inaccessible for moms like me who are on a very tight budget. So I have to like, you know, think about, I have to be realistic about how, what that self-care looks like. It's supposed to be like a massage and going mm -hmm. to get your pedicure and all of that. Like no self-care is giving yourself that afternoon to read the book. Yep. And deciding to do paper plates instead of the dishes yep. <laughs> and little stuff like that. Yes. That's kind of, so circle back on Lorelai Gilmore. That's kind of one of the things I did love about her is that she, there's this scene, I forget which episode, but she and Luke are dating at the time and she, they're getting food or whatever. And, and he gets bowls and he's, she's like, oh, that's cute. Who's we, are we out of, are, who's going to wash those? And then yeah. she puts them back and then he gets spoons and she's like, are we out of plastic? And then he puts them back and gets plastic spoons. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, you know, I do exactly. Love that. And I love that about her. That's true. Like, do you yeah. do what works for you, how you want to see things happening and the season of life you're in. And that is always the right answer. Yeah. But when she does, when she and Suki are opening the inn, I mean, there's that episode where she's trying to get her hair cut and nothing's going right. And her grandma's visiting and everyone's just like pulling at her and she can't set boundaries on people. Like she can't enforce the structure. Yeah. I mean, it breaks yeah, my heart. Like when she like loses it on Suki because Suki just had a baby and she's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, the oven's getting sent back to Canada and like this whole thing. And you're just like, Lorelai, if you had just said, I can't do everything. I mean, I don't know if that's the simple, if, if it's really that simple, but I, I really think it is like, if we can just cancel the do it all idea, because it's literally not a thing. What we're, what we've been seeing is just to bring it all back. We've been seeing it portrayed to us, but it's not real. Yeah. It's literally not real. And as soon as we can say, oh no, let me actually live a real life that has work and rest and life in it. And it just, it is that simple. And then you mm -hmm. start saying, I can say, as soon as you say, I can say no to things, that's the start to, to fixing this for yourself. I would love to see 
tell a TV show or two or more that does have that more of a well-rounded motherhood representation because they only pick snippets like certain angles of it right like where it's like like we when we were talking about this episode you had commented about um Christina Applegate's character in Dead to Me yeah I was just thinking about that one because um I just started it the the other day because I was like maybe that's one of my favorite tv moms because I did love that show in the very first episode she is like bored at night which what mom is ever (laughs) bored at night. So she has just lost her husband. She's a newly single parent. Um, She's a very successful realtor, right? So she's got all that going. Her house is spotless. Like I remember even the first time watching this show, this stuff always pops out at me because I'm like, I want to live in a place like that. How does this girl have time? Like when, when is her cleaning schedule? I want to see that on TV. On Tuesdays I dust and on Wednesdays I Um, But I was just like floored that it's 10 p.m. and she's in a quiet house, even though she has two children. Boys who are not to gender children, but like getting my child to be quiet. What are those children doing right now? That she, everything, no dishes to do, no cleaning to do. She's just like, Tweedledee, what should I do now? Like, no, that's not real. Right. But I, I wish it was. <laughs> oh my not. gosh. I know when I got um a promotion at work, I was like, can I afford to bring somebody into the house to clean? <laughs> and then no, I can't. But that's like for me, that's how I'll know I've made it is to have somebody help me not do all of the cleaning because I really do love scrubbing the sink. Like there's something cathartic for it okay. about it for me. Uh-huh. But just like there are days when I'm just like, I need, I need help. I need help. I can't seem to keep the, like, why does the floor always look like this? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So even without hiring a housekeeper, I still say there's like ways around it. Like asking the other people that live in the house or even a friend, like maybe you love scrubbing sinks. Maybe you trade with a friend who hates it and have them come do the floors. But honestly, I always joke, like my here's all my best tips for working moms. The last one is get a Roomba. Like that has changed my life. It's actually kind of hard having a toddler because you have still have to pick all the stuff off the floor so it can run. But assuming that your floors are tidy-ish and you can just like do cord maintenance, like you can robot proof your house. Oh my God. Like I hate, I hate doing floors. And so let me find an alternative that gets me the results. It doesn't have to be like, it's all, I'm always about like, what are the results we're looking for? How can we make that happen? It might not be the solution that you're thinking mm-hmm. that I have to do it, or I have to hire someone. There might be another solution as right. well. Right. Yeah. If my teenager would just take out the fucking garbage <laughs> before it gets too full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't like yesterday. It was an actual thing. Like, Hey, this is the third day in a row. Now I've asked you to take out the trash. Like there's literally garbage piling up on the counter now because yeah. we can't fit it and um this makes me upset when I die of a heart attack it's gonna be because of this <laughs> I would have never like, said what is the other solution of like getting them to do it or or can we just not create the garbage at all I don't know but like because we were having that same problem garbage was husband's duty and it wasn't getting done yeah same thing like do I have to ask you a million times well the solution ended up being I traded him for something that I didn't want to do and now the garbage is my job oh. and I don't mind doing it because it wasn't like an added thing to me but it is getting done now right <laughs> but there's like always what is there 
another solution that gets you the results. The results you're looking for are the garbage out the house, not the kid doing the garbage. Right. Right. Cause I've never been like chore, a chore driven mom. It's always been like, this is just what we need to do to have like basic sanitariness in the house. Yeah, yeah. We got to scrub the sinks. We've got to take the garbage out, like different things like that. Wash the dishes, what have you. I've never been in my house. It's never been, these are your chores. Yeah, it's always like been. In. Yeah. Cause I hated doing chores as a kid. I hated that obligation and then, and it was monetized, right? You get your allowance if you do your chores. Mm-hmm. And I think that mentality was to help teach you know, like you have to work to earn money, you know, money's not free, which yes, but chores wasn't the way that that would have taught me that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not the child I was. <laughs> if you had said, if you want to watch television, you have to do chores. Well, my parents yeah. did try to do that. Actually, they made TV tickets and you this had is- to do, you had to do chores to get the TV tickets. But for me, it wasn't, I was going to watch TV anyway. I don't know. That was a bad example. I was just no, going to watch. It's because of your questioner status. You're like, that does not make, that doesn't make sense to me. I, <laughs> I love, I can tie it all back to that. Yes. To your personality. <laughs> I love that. I know we already kind of touched a little bit on who your ideal mom client was from TV. And, yeah. and I know we already talked about that a little bit. So I'm going to carve out this last couple of minutes for Tell us where we can find you and, and the best way to connect with you and, and what that process looks like getting started with you. If somebody wanted to reach out to you for support. Okay. Yeah. And again, like this is, I'm here for you moms who have all the stuff you want to do, but just want to do it the less, but better way. Like, yes, I would love to have a trimmed to-do list. (laughs) Just tell me how to figure out what belongs on it. Um, so absolutely come find me on Instagram. I'm there at tracy.stanger. Um, I am always in the stories, not so much the posts. And this goes back to like, do what you want. Yeah. Posts are like a little too much pressure for me. I do them every once in a while when I like really got something to say and just to like, make sure, you know, if you're brand new to the page, what I'm about, but I'm in stories trying to teach and encourage and just show you what uh, um, mom life balance in major air quotes looks like. Um, so find me there. You can go to my website, tracysanger.com and find, um, when you get onto my email list, I also give you my guide on how to find one to two hours in your day. So really to start um, looking at your to-do list and, and adding the things that you wish were there and removing the things that are keeping you back or you know not make, helping you make the impact. So you can find that. And then um, to work with me, I have a course, which I just bundle all, all of this information that I wish you had on like how to literally sort, purge and organize your to-do list. Like you have to get rid of the stuff that doesn't need doing and then how to get those something to sell, some way to sell it, some way to count your money all dialed in much easier for you. And I do one-on-one coaching as well. So you can learn all about that stuff at tracysanger.com. Perfect. Well, I'm really glad you um, carved out time today. I know um, for for people who are listening, I record my shows on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I really appreciate you um, taking the time to to record with us on a Sunday um, and, and having the time and taking the time to prepare. I think that like, it means a lot because there's a, there's a lot of preparation that goes into each episode. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but it really does. And so 
you know, work. Great job of that too. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And so I'm just excited that you're here. And I think at some, I think maybe it would be fun to have you back, especially maybe around the holidays. Yeah, I would love to. I'm sure we'll talk in the DMs all the time still. (laughs) Yes, please. This has been so wonderful. Thank you so much. 